0: right i no, oh one's breaking i the nation. So shot say no off the bucket if i move your hand and can we not stop cry I am black, uh, I am proud Fan about you, but don't shout it out loud Black will always stand out in a crowd You're like the silver lining behind the dark cloud When me sing, we don't stop cry We all black, woman. Um, Tough things I want to no complex, But you don't stop cry we all black, woman. Um, what if the things are going for no uncomplex Sean, Black is beauty, who no color is one in a million I've been from and suntan. Smooth like a give no chew, you use a lotion. Take it, take it, take it on your complexion. What am I doing? What am I trying? When you the walk them up now, no. Don't get too wrong, we respect the like command. Now we don't stop crying. Like no, tough things I go for no complex. But you don't stamp cry. No things are won for no complexion. Someone I wanna buy it, I wanna get it from two some of them light in them one not feel by tano. But no man no matter worry no intention. We don't know black and brown on one bojo right and I wanna walk us with it across class the nation. So no have the market if I'll bojo man carry no stop cry. We are black woman, No. things I wanna own no complaint, but you no stop cry no, if things are going for no complaints? I am black and I'm proud. Just follow 'bout your man and I shout it out loud. Black will always stand out in a crowd.
1: Really try to tell you bad things about me. Oh, baby, let them try. I know one day they'll lust will die, and there will be no cause or reason for you to doubt me. Cause what I feel is real The love that I have is your sign and see Now I'm building My whole wide world around you But baby, here's my request from you Baby, don't take My kindness for weakness Please don't take My sweetness for weakness No, baby, don't take My kindness for weakness No, no, baby Cause our future depends on you And no one else will do And every breath I take I'll take another one for you Because I want you in my life No, baby And every song I sing I'll be singing With feelings about you With feelings of love So pure and true There is no way I can live my life Without you baby But this I desire from you Baby don't take My kindness For weakness No no Don't take My sweetness for weakness Please don't take My kindness for weakness No, no, baby Cause everything depends on you And no one else will do No, no, no Tribulations you put me through. And people will criticize that you and me, they don't think that is wise. And everything that I do, they are willing and able to publicize. I got all bets on you, and waiting to finally receive my prize. No matter how men rude, our future is growing inside of you. Maybe time is the master. Which your blessings we will prosper I am placing all bets on you But baby don't take my kind
2: If another got to share you with someone else, it's growing, this love inside of me, oh, and it's showing, shining so bright, it's growing, I know, there's love of mine, yes, it is showing. Got to move together. Let's synchronize our minds. It's growing this love inside of me. Oh, and it's showing, shining so bright. It's growing. I know this love of mine. Yes, and it's showing. Just. A prayer for you and a prayer for me. Let's live in love and harmony. Only love can set us free. It's growing. this love inside of me. Oh, and it's it's showing, shining so bright. this love of mine. Yes, and it's showing. Just can't hide. So long we've been together. Can't keep you to myself. Got to share you with another. Got to share you with someone else. It's growing.
3: Need for you tonight I'm over my little apple I'd sooner take a bite My poor body's calling And needs attention fast
4: Good morning to all our listeners on Future FM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester and Mount Vernon. And to our listeners logged on to futurefm.net, QMZradio.com and JonnoRadio.com. Of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. For some reason, this week has flown by pretty quickly. I can't believe it's Thursday already. I was here thinking this morning was wednesday not remembering that yesterday it was wednesday but anyway it is thursday september 15 2022 we are at the halfway mark for the month of september it is retro thursday hashtag tbt throwback thursday we're playing music from the 80s 90s and early 2000s we're doing some rock steady reggae today can never go wrong with those Today, we're going to be hearing from the likes of Wayne Wonder, Kashif Lindo, Beres Hammond, Barrington Levy, some Frankie Paul, Luciano Jack, or Tanya Stevens. Ninja Man and more. Gotta say thank you for joining me for Coffee and toll World News on the Go every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. Follow me on Twitter at me media moments, m i media moments, on Instagram moments underscore with underscore me underscore media. And I am also on TikTok, Moments With Me Media. And the me and everything is MI. And we have the headlines coming up right after this. I guess the music wants to take over. It's saying no news today. There's a lot going on, so I don't blame it.
5: (laughs) One cup of coffee, then I'll go. One cup of coffee, then I'll go.
4: and here are the headlines we have for you today in international news the dazzling crown resting on top of the queen's coffin king charles gets the ultimate promotion but 100 staffers could lose their jobs new zealand bodies that were found in the suitcase woman has been arrested in south korea over the children's death in news out of North America, a 12-year-old boy has been charged in shooting at California school. Florida fly- <laughs> this is a where I don't know what's really going on but Florida flies illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Atlanta siblings win lawsuit against landlord who damaged their credit. Oklahoma inmate who filed lawsuit over allegations of West Virginia lawmakers' okay abortion ban, with few exceptions. Baby shark jail torture found dead in his cell. Ex aide who alleged sexual harassment sues Andrew Como. And judge orders an Iowa teen who killed her alleged rapist to pay his family $150,000 in restitution. And I'm going to be very honest, this has been weighing heavy on my mind. Yeah, I can't wait to get to that one. In business and tech news, best places to travel to get your freak on, get your freak on, get your freak on. (laughs) Uh, That's my worst imitation of Missy Elliott, so don't laugh. Also in business and tech news, realtor.com lays off unspecified number of employees amid housing market downturn. FDA issues recall on Starbucks X X S S -S. Is it S or X? I think it's espresso beverage, 12-pack, after bottles were contaminated with metal particles. In sports news, Steph Curry expected to close $1 billion deal with Under Armour. Go Steph, go Steph. Giselle Bundchen and Tom Brady are living separately, source tells CNN. and you're so late with that one. And our league definitely got this wrong. So LeBron James and other NBA figures are responding to Robert Sarva decision. all right let's see what they have to say in the caribbean corner tropical storm fiona sixth named storm forms in the atlantic and as i'm reading the name fiona of course i'm thinking about shrek right (laughs) cameron diaz i think was the one who played the role of fiona princess fiona IATA warns Caribbean at risk of pricing itself out of travel market. Thank you because somebody needs to warn them. I can't see why it's cheaper to go to Europe than it is to go to the Caribbean. But anyway, Barbados Prime Minister makes impassioned plea on behalf of Caribbean. Grenadian woman wins Emmy Award as exec producer for Lizzo's show. And on in Jamaica, poverty is no excuse to own illegal gun, declares Andrew Holness. Chinese government lauds Jamaica on economic growth and employment. And a new patrol boat for Jamaica Customs Agency. Our believe it or not story for today. I don't know why it would be a believe it or not, but um, I don't know. But it's a believe it or not. Right now, nothing amazes or shocks me anymore. Not after yesterday's story with the young lady. Um, So, Senator Lindsey Graham introduces Bill to ban abortions nationwide after 15 weeks. In entertainment news, PNB rocks brother. Never knew his name. I've heard a song of his, but I didn't know his name. So I'm going to see if I can find the song and play it later on for entertainment news. But his brother speaks out following the rapper's tragic death saying, I can't stop crying. Is it me or are we noticing an uptick in the rappers, the young rappers that are being murdered? Something is going on. R. Kelly found guilty on child pornography charges in Chicago trial, but has been acquitted of trial fixing charges. So we're going to get into that. Wendy Williams team clears up rehab speculation, says the talk show host is in a wellness facility. And Azalea Banks admits she lied about Cardi B's grandmother doing witchcraft on Nicki Minaj. Oh my Lord. Uh, Cardi B, returns to old Bronx middle school to donate $100,000 and Jimmy Kimmel apologizes to Kinta Brunson for dumb comedy bit at Emmy. so in case you didn't hear too um there's a little confusion around the number but uh what's his name need to breed that's what I refer to him as um Nick Cannon so another baby was just born a little girl oh yes and he is spitting fire to us the shade throwers i don't throw shade i hold the whole damn i throw the whole damn tree so yeah he is lashing out (laughs) at us right um it's okay nick do what you gotta do keep populating the world we're gonna be right back oh and before i even go to the next (laughs) music break did you see the guard that passed out while guarding the coffin of Queen Elizabeth II? Her ghost said, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Y'all have me in and out of these damn churches so much. <laughs> but we're going to be right back with the details right after this. Here is Substitute Lover Half-Pike. She
6: needs me the most whenever she passes by. She always finds herself with another guy. She even go as far to say that I'm her superstar, but girl, oh girl, I'm not a substitute lover, oh no, oh girl. Whenever I call you on the telephone, there's someone to say you're not at home Girl, you always have an alibi, it seems to me you have another guy Don't intend to climb your love ladder or get caught up in your rapture You see, girl, oh girl, don't take me for no substitute lover Oh no Get yourself together and change your act With your behavior You might get caught in a trap Sometimes I wonder if your love is really true By your action, little girl It won't get through Oh girl, oh girl I'm not a substitute lover Oh no Ooh-oh. Oh girl, oh Julie. First class love is what I need oui. She called my name from post to post Telling people how she means me the most Whenever she passes by She always finds herself with another guy She even goes far To say that I'm her superstar But girl, oh girl Don't take me far, no substitute lover, oh no, oh girl, oh girl, I'm not a substitute lover, oh no, whenever I call you on the telephone, there's someone to say you're not at home, you always have an alibi, it seems to me you have another guy. Sometimes I wonder if your love is really true by your action, little girl. You won't get through. Oh, girl. Oh, girl. Don't take me for no substitute lover.
4: Thank you to all the listeners tuned in on future FM 98.9 in the Bronx Westchester and Mount Vernon and thank you of course to everyone logged on to futurefm.net qmzradio.com janoradio.com radio.com and everyone here with me on clubhouse of course this is where the conversation happens i'm moments with me and you're listening to coffee until world news on the go and it is time for us to get into the details and we are starting off with international news and at the top of this one the insult in my face and the face of many that went through colonization the faces rather speak proper english (laughs) the dazzling crown resting on top of the queen's coffin the queen's coffin is now lying in state in westminster hall having been escorted from buckingham palace by king charles princes william and harry and other senior royals on top of the coffin sits the imperial stage crown perhaps the most familiar item in the crown jewels a priceless collection of tens of Thousands of gemstones collected over the centuries by British kings and queens. The crown sparkles with, with nearly 3,000 stones, including 2,868 diamonds, 273 pearls, 17 sapphires, 11 emeralds, and 5 rubies. It can be quite hard to look at sometimes because of the sheer light that comes off them. It's literally dazzling, visually empowering, says historian and author of The Crown Jewels, Anna Key. She says historically right back to the Middle Ages, crowns were viewed as expressions of wealth and status. It signifies majesty, it signifies sovereignty. Made in 1937 for the coronation of the Queen's father King George VI, the Imperial State Crown was designed to be lighter and to fit better than the crown it replaced which dated back to queen victoria but nevertheless the imperial crown still weighs in at a hefty 2.31 pounds or 2.3 pounds during her reign qe2 would wear it annually for the state opening of parliament as she sat on a golden throne reading out the government's key legislative plans for the year ahead in 2018 the queen joked about how heavy the crown felt to wear you know we you can't look down to read the speech you have to take the speech up because if you did your neck would break explained her majesty oh your neck would break <laughs> you don't want to go down that road with me your majesty there are some disadvantages to crowns, but otherwise they're quite important things. In 2019, the monarch was well into her 90s. A lighter crown was used, and in 2021, the final time she took part in the ceremony, she did not wear one at all. The Imperial State Crown includes 317 carat Cullinan II diamond, sometimes called the Second Star of Africa, cut from the largest diamond. Ever found. It was given to Edward VII on his 66th birthday by the government of the Transvaal, a former British crown colony in present day South Africa. It also includes the oldest gem in the royal collection, a sapphire, said to have once been worn in a ring by the 11th century King of England, St. Edward the Confessor. What did he confess to? The stone is now set at the center of the cross that tops the crown. <laughs> she said a crown didn't heavy. <laughs> when her ancestors had the yokes around the necks of the slaves that were stolen, did they think it wasn't heavy? Did they not think it was heavy? As whips are torn across the backs of slaves, did they not think that was heavy? Oh, but a crown filled with stolen gems. And yes, I'm going to stick to the word stolen was heavy. It should have cracked your neck. Lord, forgive me. I'm I'm trying. I'm really trying. But as I've said. It's hard. I'm struggling. But at the same time, they say, I must confess your sins one to another. So I'm confessing. My thoughts are not really. <laughs> <sighs> what's the purpose of putting it on top of her casket? She I not know what's there, eh? <coughs> Did you all see the video about with the guard that collapsed, passed out? Don't know if it was fatigue, don't know if it was hunger, don't know if it was the queen kicking him down I said, move out, I'm awake, I'm a tired for this summer. I don't know, <laughs> I, I was cracking up, I should not have been laughing because he fell flat on his face, but I was cracking the hell up, I'm sorry, don't know if that poor man had breakfast that morning, I hope he did. Imagine having to stand there and you can't move, you can't if anywhere I scratch you. You can't anywhere itching. You know what? Let me put my proper English in play. <laughs> anywhere itching you, you cannot scratch it. <laughs> oh Lord. So I understand that King Charles is actually not too great of a character. Let me say that. Mm. So King Charles got the ultimate promotion. 100 staffers could lose their jobs, though. About 100 people who worked for Prince Charles could lose their jobs. Now he has become king, a labor union said on Wednesday. Workers at Clarence House, the king's former official London residence, while he was Prince of Wales, were informed that they could be made redundant on Monday, the Guardian reported, citing an unnamed source. The notices were handed out while a Thanksgiving service for Queen Elizabeth was being held at St. Giles' Cathedral in Edinburgh, Scotland, the newspaper reported. Those at risk of losing their jobs include private secretaries and people working in finance and communication roles, it added. The Public and Commercial Services Union, PCS, called for an immediate halt to the redundancy process, adding that some of the employees had worked there for decades. The decision to announce redundancies in the royal household during the period of national mourning is nothing short of heartless. Ya thank. While workers supporting the royal family at Buckingham Palace, Windsor Castle, and other palaces are exempt from a number of employment laws. It does not appear that Clarence House is, so we will be ensuring that all measures are taken to protect any staff who choose to join PCS, the union added. As the reigning monarch, King Charles will move his official residence to Buckingham Palace. And while some staffing changes were to be expected, the scale and speed at which potential redundancies had been announced was callous in the extreme now adam is supposed to have compassion for i'm supposed to have compassion for them while they mourn when they the woman not even buried yet the 10 days of mourning not even pass yet and they're ready to get rid of staff. and i'm supposed to have compassion And mourn with him, Fiamuma. And those in London, I'm not talking about the upper class. I'm not even going to talk about the, 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 the middle class. Let's talk about the lower class, the subjects, the real subjects. You still hold them in high esteem, don't you? You still think they're the best thing since sliced bread, huh? You revere them, huh? (laughs) Nothing has changed about them, their beliefs, their morals, their values, and how they view others. Did you all hear? He's also thinking of cutting the salaries of the royals. Saying that. Beyond him and his immediate family, nobody else needs to benefit from the from the monarchy. You know what? Who said they give him five years? <laughs> <laughs> look
7: okay, like I have to agree with that.
4: Can you be this cold? Granted, yes, I agree that um, them need to go look at work. Everybody, including him, need to go look at job right but um wow allow your mother's body to go and rot before you start. oh lord they go they go come get me
8: <laughs> go ahead james good morning 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 you know you know what I, I don't blame him on this one you know why i think i think he's being proactive and he sees what's coming through the pipeline. Because I believe that the only reason why they're so popular is because, because of his mom. And her death is going to be like the first kind of domino to fall. And I don't see... I, I think they're going to lose half of their, their 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 power and relevance, even in, in, in England itself. Because the, the, the British people are kind of mix in terms of um, how they feel about the royal family, and I think a lot of them hold on because of the queen, but now she's gone, Um, and he's not very popular in the first place, so I don't think he, I think under his reign, they're going to lose at least 50% of of their power, so I think he's just being proactive, knowing that, you know, the money are going to dry up soon, so he's trying to, you know...
4: (laughs) It's a good job for true James. Because I'm going get slapped left, right, and center with lawsuits now. They're getting, they're, I don't know if I should call them lawsuits, but they're being handed documents. The Commonwealth countries are coming after him now and saying, okay, your mama dead and gone. Come now, we're gonna deal with you now. <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy.
9: I think the British should just do away with the monarch.
4: Haven't Uh, I been saying that, Dre?
9: Yeah, I think they should just do away with it. I don't know what kind of fairy tale grown ass (laughs) people trying to keep up with. Like, this is (laughs) is ridiculous. (laughs) Grown people, this king and queen thing, like, do away with the crap, man.
4: (laughs) Get rid of it. Sick of it.
9: Save a lot of money too.
4: You know what? Dre, I'm gonna probably have to agree with James in the sense of him being proactive, because he sees what the music he's going to have to face, and not quite sure how he's going to be able to deal with, you know, the bombardment, the deserved bombardment. Because at some point them say you can't catch Quarko, so you can't you're catching shirt, right? The people them who started it dead and gone, we can't get a hold of them, so we're going to catch who living. So he realizes what he's being faced with and probably says, you know what, we're going to need every penny we can find. Because we might just become the paupers in the end.
8: Because if if you realize, look at all the the other royals, you don't hear anything about them, right? Nah. Like their relevance just completely disappears. Like you don't hear anything about them unless it's like some... Some allegation or uh, uh, some <laughs> racism or some sexual uh, misconduct or something like that but like the other other countries that that have them they they, they completely like just forget about them they're not even put like like paparazzi don't even follow them anymore they can't go to the mall like everybody else you know somebody said so, that
4: James somebody said it
8: yeah 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 so that's that's what's gonna happen to them I think it's because of the queen that's why they they kept so long because Someone told me once that the, the money that fund these people from the government, it, it comes from the the same kind of um, fund that, that's allocated for, for, for people, um, for government assistance. Like, you know, like like what the government use for, like, um, government housing and stuff like that. Fund out of that, that's what go to, like, fund, like, the, the royal family. So they're taken away from poor people, mm-hmm. you know, so... Just a matter of time you know Pierce Morgan, that's why Pierce Morgan and and, and the, the, the British media, like a certain um fraction of the media try to do stuff to keep them relevant because they see that they're you know they're losing ground. So now that she's gone, I don't think Pierce Morgan can wave any more magic one to make to, to make their popularity um, thing. They they're going down.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Holding on for Dear Life. So this is a follow-up to the story that we've been covering for the past couple of weeks. New Zealand bodies in the suitcase. Woman arrested in South Korea over the children's deaths. South Korean police say they have arrested a woman accused of murdering her two children who were found in suitcases in New Zealand last month. In a case that shocked the country, the bodies were discovered by strangers who had bought the abandoned suitcases from a storage unit in Auckland. The bodies were believed to have been stored for a few years. Korean police said the victims were aged 7 and 10. New Zealand has applied for the woman's extradition from South Korea. Police in Auckland said they had worked closely with South Korean authorities in their search for the woman after saying last month they believed she was in South Korea. The woman fled to South Korea in 2018 after the children's death, South Korean police said. She is a 42-year-old New Zealand national of Korean descent. A global Interpol warrant had been issued for her arrest. Officers arrested her on Thursday in a midnight raid on an apartment in the southeastern city of Ulsan. It followed a stakeout after investigators received tips about her whereabouts. This is according to the Seoul's National Police Agency. Last month, New Zealand police said they were searching for the woman after they managed to identify the children whose names have not been disclosed. May their souls now be able to rest in peace. That was If she did it, ooh, lady, 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 lady. In stores out of North America, we're starting off with this one, courtesy of WSVN Miami, provided by the Associated Press. A 12-year-old boy who police say wounded a fellow student last month at an Oakland school after accidentally firing a gun he brought to campus has been charged in the case, authorities said. The Oakland Police Department said in a statement on Tuesday the boy was charged by the Alameda County District Attorney's Office. Prosecutors did not specify what they say the boy was charged with, saying they could not discuss the case because it involves a minor. The 13-year-old boy wounded in the August 29 shooting at Madison Park Academy was treated at a hospital and later released, the department said. Police said the 12-year-old suspect ran away after firing the weapon but was quickly taken into custody and booked at a juvenile hall on suspicion of assault with with a firearm and other weapons charges. The shooting took place in an open quad area at the school, which both boys attended. Wow, the gun was recovered. The school, which has about 750 students in grades 6 to 12, was evacuated but reopened the following day with counselors available to students and staff. I'm a little confused, though. So he has been charged in shooting, but they can't discuss the case. So isn't that the case being discussed? The only thing we're missing is the reasoning. And they say it was an accident. So might as well talk about the whole story because you've given us quite a bit of information. We know that he's been booked into juvenile hall. We know that he's um, being held on suspicion of assault with a firearm and other weapons charges. We know he's 13-year-old. We know somebody died. We know he's being charged. So what is it that they can't discuss because he's a minor? The only thing is his name. And that's okay because his name will get out one day anyway. Good morning. Good morning, Javette. Moments you said somebody died. I thought they said
10: the person was released.
4: So a 12-year-old boy, okay, let me see here. Did I say somebody? that? Hold on. Let's see. The, uh, wounded, 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 wounded. Let me say that. Wounded. Sorry. If I said that, my apologies. Wounded. Yeah, Javette. The person was wounded, was treated at the hospital, and later released. Thanks. So what does that make it then? It's an accident. He should not have had the gun at school. Where did he get the gun from? Right? And I'm sure all of that is going to come out. I don't know. 12 years old. Where did... I remember yesterday. Who was it? Was it Marlon who said that they need to charge the parents as well? Because parents need to be held responsible to some degree. I want to know where he got the gun from. Why did he think it was okay to take it to school? Why did he think it was okay to fire it? Whether he was showing it off or what, probably didn't even know it was loaded. I don't know. Why did he think it, that all of that was okay? A little disturbing. Thankfully, the, the boy that was shot was not um, killed. We're thankful for that. But at least they've put him in juvenile hall versus charging him as an adult like the case yesterday with a 14-year-old. But again, we ask the question, what's going on with our youth? So Martha's Vineyard has some unwanted guests. Florida flies illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. This story, courtesy of the Associated Press, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis on Wednesday flew two planes of immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, escalating a tactic by Republican governors to draw attention to what they consider to be the Biden administration's failed border policies. Flights to the upscale island enclave in Massachusetts were part of an effort to transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations, said Taryn Fensky, DeSantis' communications director. While DeSantis' office did not elaborate on their legal status, many immigrants who cross the border illegally from Mexico are temporarily shielded from deportation after being freed by U.S. authorities to pursue asylum in immigration court, as allowed under U.S. law and international treaty, or released on humanitarian parole. Massachusetts Governor Charlie Baker, a Republican, said... He was in touch with local officials, and that short-term shelter was being provided. State Representative Dylan Fernandez, who represents Martha's Vineyard, tweeted, Our island jumped into action, putting together 50 beds, giving everyone a good meal, providing a play area for the children, making sure people have the health care and support they need. We are a community that comes together to support immigrants. Texas Governor Greg Abbott began bussing thousands of migrants to Washington in April and recently added New York and Chicago as destinations. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey has been bussing migrants to Washington since May. Passengers must sign waivers that the free trips are voluntary. DeSantis, who is mentioned as potential presidential candidate, appears to be taking the strategy to a new level by using planes and choosing Martha's Vineyard, whose harbor towns that are home to about 15,000 people are far less prepared than New York or Washington for large influxes of migrants. The move is likely to delight DeSantis' supporters who deride Democrat-led immigrant-friendly sanctuary cities and anger critics who say he is weaponizing migrants as pawns for political gain. The Florida legislature appro- uh, appropriated $12 million to transport illegal immigrants from the state, consistent with federal law, Fensky said. States like Massachusetts, New York, and California will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country, by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border policies. (laughs) I tell you something, if I were an illegal immigrant, I wouldn't mind going to Martha's Vineyard because, you know what? (laughs) I'm going to make it up there.
9: Well, these are the places to say that they're sanctuary cities, you know. (laughs)
4: Yeah, I don't think he realizes that sometimes when you think you're hurting people, you're actually blessing them. Our blessings come in the weirdest ways, don't they? Yes, they do. I would be happy to sign that waiver that my transport or my trip is voluntary. Oh, yes, I'd be happy. mm mm-hmm. To go to Arthur's Vineyard? Definitely.
8: Yeah, my my problem with with Democrats is that Democrats are too decent. They're not petty enough. Because, like, I believe now, like, if Democrats have the same mindset, they would start getting private jets and flying out people to do abortion in different states. <laughs> And, and put it on the government tab. Uh, you know, just, just play the same game. Play the same game, huh? Yeah, yeah, but they're not petty enough. They need they need a Donald Trump type leader in, in, <laughs> in the Democrat <laughs>
4: <laughs> But do you agree, would you agree that he is weaponizing migrants as pawns for political gain? Is this what he's doing? Because we know it's a sensitive issue. We know that people get riled up, especially when we think back to what Donald Trump did when he was campaigning, the references he made about illegal immigrants. So do we think DeSantis is weaponizing the migrants in a different way?
8: The, the, pro- the problem, I don't understand, um, like some of these things, because Florida, like anytime I've been to Florida, like i've seen more immigrants like especially latinos so i don't understand like how they they have to be supporting him you have to have like a a, a large um latin um following in in he order does. to win to to win so like i don't get it like uh with all the immigrants from from cuba from mexico from all over the place that that go there and find a better life for themselves how can they vote for someone like this who, you know, weaponizing their, you know,
4: <clears throat>
8: their culture and their, their, their people. So let me explain it again. to you,
4: James. I can explain it to you. Thank,
8: you. Thank you.
4: A lot of them are classified as white. That's how a lot of them are classified. And a lot of them think they are white. And a lot of them forget that once they open their mouth and speak, we can tell. A lot of them bleach out their hair, blonde. They blow out their hair. They put in these, um, what you call it, chemicals to make their hair straight as possible, bone straight. Yeah, a lot of them think they're white. And so they think of themselves as being exclusive and want to identify as such. And that is how they are. That's what they're doing to support. That's what they're doing.
10: So good morning.
9: Good
4: morning, Dre. Good morning, Javette. Go ahead, Javette, and then Dre.
10: So, do we think there's more Republicans in Martha's Vineyards or Democrats? And getting back to Democrats being as I guess cheeky as the Republicans, technically they are because they're making it for now an option that you can fly to another state and have those services. That I won't mention, but yes.
7: <laughs> right,
9: so to so to to Jivet point, I'll touch on Jivet point and then I'll touch on the um the the Hispanic point. So um, it's a strategy, I think, also with the um the Democrats using. Yeah, send them to our um um city because in the future, some of these people will turn citizens in the next five, six, seven years. And um, they would turn around and vote Democrat. Mm-hmm. So send all of them. Send all of them. Because they're going to vote one day. I think that's the strategy that the Democrat is using. Back to the whole Florida thing.
11: Mm-hmm.
9: Uh, I always remember Cuba have the wetland, dryland thing. And they're pretty much good when it comes to immigration. So they don't care about no Mexicans, no nobody from El Salvador. They're good. So they will vote Republican until the day they die.
7: Mm-hmm. So
9: uh, that's another issue too. So they, well, once people get what they want and they're good, they tend to forget that they're immigrants and they think they don't share the same pain as those people out there that are struggling. So that's another thing we'll look at.
4: Facts. Facts. That,
10: so that's it pretty much. That's true because you hear a lot of them say, oh i came here with only ten dollars in my pocket and i was able to do such and such and such why can't everybody else do that you want to
4: know why they were able to do it javette i'm gonna tell you why and they're not being honest and not being transparent they have a coalition here that
10: your mic is closed
4: oh thank you so much i didn't realize i had touched it thank you here's the thing they there's an explanation why they can boast and say, I came here with $10 and if I could make it, you can make it. They're not being transparent. They get help. They get help. I remember a couple of years ago, they were getting like $50,000 a pop. Don't let them come here and talk foolishness because the community, the, 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 the uh, Cuban community down here, they take care of these people. They help set them up. They help get them situated so for people a lot of times people don't forget how they got their start conveniently and want to make it look as though well i did it so can you no tell us how you really did it just like you have some people who excel in business but now I got to tell us how drugs money them use and started they're going to look at you i made it so so can you how did you make it let's hear how you really made it a lot of people are not willing to tell you the truth. They only want you to see the glory, but they're not willing to tell you the story. And they are those people. Yeah, think them better than forget. And the part that irked me—you remember when when Donald Trump stopped the um, what you call it remittances to the island, and I, and they were. Hooray and yeah and I'm like hold on a second are you all a bunch of morons all of you have family back in Cuba all of you were living with the very family in Cuba and who to tell some of those very family members in Cuba pulled all their resources to help you get out but all of a sudden you're going to cheer for some somebody who is going to deny you the the ability, the the accessibility to send money back and help the very people who helped you get out. They don't care about anybody else, but themselves. I got out, so the hell with you.
9: That's something I never understand moments 'Cause even when um Obama even before Obama, but when Obama was lifting um some of the embargo and opening up the borders to an extent, they were mad. They were angry. And then as you say when Trump come and close it back down, they celebrate and I'm like, What the hell? This is the weirdest thing I ever seen. Like, wouldn't you want to travel back to to, 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 to your land like freely and make um economic um things more, more more, better for the people in Cuba. is the weirdest thing I ever see.
4: Yeah, it is. Alright, I gotta wrap up for um, FutureFM.net and FutureFM 98.9. Bear with me, I'll be right back. Whoa. Thank you to all the listeners who tuned in on FutureFM 98.9 and FutureFM.net in the Bronx, Westchester, and Mount Vernon. This is Moments with me. Don't forget to join me next week, Thursday, 9 a.m. Eastern for a coffee and tow. World News on the go, where I read the news and we share our views. But I do invite you to join me. Continue to listen, and you can choose your platform, either QMZradio.com. Or radio.com And if you want to be a part of the conversation Log on to Or check out Clubhouse If you don't have the Clubhouse app Go ahead and download it Available in your Apple and Google stores
12: Sometimes, But that's a promise I can't keep Cause I love you too much To ever start liking you. Leave the story at an end No I love you too much to ever start liking you So don't expect me to be your friend No You act so happy when I see you Girl You smile and take my hand Introduce me to your latest lover, yeah That's when the world starts crushing in Cause I love you too much to ever start lying Let's leave this story at an end, yeah I love you too much to ever start lying Hours to your you said you
10: Thank you to all
4: the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, qmzradio.com, Johnoradio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views it is retro Thursday hashtag TBT throwback Thursday we're playing music from the 80s 90s and early 2000s
13: them get it from nobody
4: you listen to the voice of Romaine Virgo I can't sleep we're going to be right back to continue the details of the stories out of North America. Don't you dare go anywhere.
13: No matter me try to do, it, make can't sleep. i been a gunshot a bit, make can't sleep. sleep. No matter what try to do, I can't sleep. sleep. I'll be a blood in the street. I'm a youth and a play no. Every single day Them my it pon them ways And if you talk too so hard Then them shoot out the fence no, Tell me what I want Me a gonna keep it calm Cause we real, no a real And I kick up I a guan It's like a gun sound. Me can't sleep No matter me try to do Me can't sleep I fear gunshot a bit. make you sleep. No matter how many trifles you do, it. make you sleep. I fear blood in the streets. Bring back Jamaica in the time when everything was fine. Cause all the trials I'm gonna try to show love, it seems like the rest of them blind. All rude boys, the have gone on the clock and the nine Cause you do kill me such in a mass brown and done the whole place in a go sound Me can't sleep. Sleep. sleep No matter how me try to do it, me can't sleep. sleep Up here gunshot a beat, me can't sleep. 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 sleep No matter how me try to do it Me can't Time, violence and crime And a being gunning the youth And my and them a it up, it up. Oh Them oh, oh. boss it when rain A fall, you know them no them your youth are uh, it a Oh I know me can't yeah, see. Yeah, see No, no matter, matter how me Try do it.
4: Thank you so much, Clubhouse, for your patience as we wrapped up the on-air um, stream with futurefm.net. And uh, thank you so much to the listeners on QMZRadio.com and JanoRadio.com. All right. So back to the story at hand. So we were talking about the, the situation where Florida flies illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. So while we were on the little break, I was thinking um, about something you said, Dre. Um, or is it Javette? I don't remember who said it. But this seems to be a political pawn for both parties, right? Meaning for the Republicans who support DeSantis and, you know, who are staunchly against illegal, immigra- illegal immigration and would like to rid the U.S. of illegal immigrants who do the work that they don't want to do anyway, right? Let's not even go down that avenue. Um, then we have the Democrats who are saying, okay, send them, send them, because we know how it's going to materialize in the long run. Y'all are thinking short term. We're thinking long term. Y'all are playing checkers. We are playing chess and we are willing to take the risk because we know that they're going to remember it was under our administration that we gave them the opportunity for a better life, for a better future to be able to turn around and help their family members that they have in the various countries, whether they're coming from Mexico, Nicaragua, Guatemala, El Salvador, wherever, right? So probably they're pawns for both parties. What are your thoughts?
9: Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think also the Republican is playing a long-term strategy. So when the Democrats say, send them, come, because in the future the Democrats going to... Um, these people is going to vote Democrats. The Republican is pretty much emptying out their states because a lot of people is moving into those Republican states and slowly turning them blue. And that's a threat to them, too. So they can't even afford to have anyone there as immigrants who potentially um going to vote Democrats. So send them out. And then they do their redistricting and all kind of thing to keep it in their favor. So I think both is is, is a strategy on both <laughs> sides. And they're playing. And by sending them out also, they're even strengthening their base. You know, okay, you know they do this fear tactics thing. That's that's their thing. You know, look yeah. at Abbott. Look what he's doing. Look what he's doing. The Arizona government. Look what he's doing. He's getting rid of those immigrants, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. They, <laughs> let's see who will win in the long run. But both of them playing the, the game the way they know how to play it. Ah, for dear Benny.
10: but but then also how long are they going to stay in martha's vineyard who's going to track them to see they're in the states now they can move about wherever they want to they can go wherever they want to right now
4: true that that's true all that's they true. need
10: is a little bit of pocket change and a bus ticket or a train ticket hmm. valid points
4: valid point so let's see um, at the end of the day we have to remember that they're human beings these people are human beings who have feelings who have the same desires we have who want better for for themselves and for their families who want to give their children better opportunities they're no different from anybody born in this country no different but you want to ostracize them and demonize them and weaponize them because they are trying to escape that's all they're trying to do escape economic hardship escape rape escape um, all horrors That are going on in their communities in their countries do you think someone would take the trek from colombia huh all the way on foot on foot do you think that's an easy route huh that's not an easy route it's treacherous it's dangerous people have died People have been raped, robbed, kidnapped. So let us stop and think for a second when we're here sitting on our high horses, denouncing them and saying, "Away with them, Get rid of them." Who turned the ancestors back that invaded and took over? Who turned them out? Weren't they welcomed here? let us not forget for real let us not forget right but it's very easy to and it's the same problem it's the same problem that we're talking about where the cubans are concerned they come and they forget and forget about those who have been left behind you think it's easy even from, before you get to uh, Colombia, Venezuela, Colombia, Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, Guatemala. Oh, I, I, before I even get to, did I say Honduras? Because you gotta go through Nicaragua to, and then Honduras, through Guatemala, up through Mexico could you do it to escape oppression to save your family just even to save yourself could you do it would you have the mental fortitude the determination you probably would if you were put in the same situation and probably probably you need to experience it go into those communities and struggle to find a way out go with zero dollars in your pocket where you're a nobody where you are subject to the same things the same conditions how about you experience it and when you get to the border you are an unknown see how you feel is that what you have to go through a lot of many times we don't understand how fortunate and privileged we are we take everything for granted if you want me to have compassion D. L. Hughley these are the people I will have compassion for not for the queen or her family I'm sorry I will have compassion for these people who risk their lives looking for freedom that journey and let me know how it worked out for you it's sitting in your high horses forgetting that your forefathers struggled too. your forefathers had a hope and a wish and a dream and a prayer for you to have freedom for you to have a better life and risked it all to come here y'all forget that right but you're gonna sit up in your offices and sit up in your high horses and look at these people and take them for fools Atlanta siblings win lawsuit against the landlord who damaged their credit. The two-year nightmare is over for Carol and Caleb Blankmeyer. It all began when their Sandy Springs two-bedroom flat flooded with water from the above unit. The landlord, Trinity Property Consultants, refused to move them to a different apartment or assist with hotel fees after extensive water damage left the home uninhabitable. The brother and sister documented the deterioration, which included a completely non-operating kitchen. They sent a certified letter to the landlord and left their home, a process known as constructive eviction. Georgia law states that a constructive eviction may occur when a landlord breaches the lease by failing to provide repairs and livable conditions. Under this rule, The tenant does not have to pay rent. They did everything they were supposed to do. The legal term is constructive eviction, and so that's exactly what happened. And this is according to consumer attorney Cyclone Covey when speaking with Yahoo News. Instead of accepting responsibility for failing to provide a safe apartment, Trinity Property Consultants charged the siblings fees for breaking the lease, which ultimately landed on their credit reports as strikes against them. Caleb was denied a loan due to the balance on his credit report. Carol also saw a dramatic decrease in her credit score. That is when they decided to file a lawsuit against the landlord. Eventually, Trinity chose to settle, but did not follow through with having the negative remarks moved removed Sorry from The credit reports in August, the judge ruled that Trinity was in contempt of court and fined them $2,000 a day for every day that the balance remained on the siblings credit score, totaling over $52,000 Trinity ultimately paid the attorney fees and moving costs and had the credit scores repaired happy for them. I'm gonna tell you about me and Marlon. Go ahead, Javette.
10: No, I was just gonna say the same thing you said. Congratulations to them.
4: Yeah. So when we moved down to Florida back to Miami, twenty thirteen. Moved into an apartment. All right. The rent is ridiculous. Let's not even go there. It's the a three bedroom apartment, three, two, ground floor. And, you know, if you're on the ground floor, um, I think, yeah, that ground floor apartment was more. But anyway, chose the ground floor, ground floor apartment, right? Um, You don't have assigned parking. Let me get that straight. There's no assigned parking. Okay. So you better get home because after a certain time, you have no parking. And if you park in the guest parking or where you're not supposed to park, they slap a ticket on your car. Okay. All right. So. 2016, yeah, because we moved in 2016, but ever since living there, we were always complaining about different things, and they would try to tell us, we are the problem, okay, we're the problem, instead of fixing the problems, we're the problem, you just move in, and there's already a problem in the bathroom, in the children's bathroom, all right, So 2016 comes around. I remember it was Christmas 2015 into New Year 2016. I remember clearly because my parents were staying with us for the Christmas. And when we moved the chest of drawers in one of the bedrooms, the carpet was wet. The wall was wet. We advise them. Okay. Using the bathroom in the, the, in the main bathroom, in our bedroom, all of a sudden, I heard, you could hear the people upstairs flush their toilet, and y'all don't laugh. I only felt dripping on my head. I was like, what the? So, of course, I called the office. Went to the office, rather. I said, I can't do this no more. I can't without fail, you pay the rent, never late, always on time, never, not on the third, on the first don't play with me, so we told them we're going to have to leave because this is ridiculous, oh, you 'll be breaking your lease i 'm like, but we have made complaints about the condition of the apartment. We cannot live in it like this. Well, it so worked out that. Um, we're going to move. So we moved, uh, we went to the office the beginning of February because we were moving out the end of February, 1st of March, moving out. And we told them we're leaving. We have, we cannot take it anymore because no one is listening. No one cares. All right. Are you moving to another apartment? No. You're moving to a house? Yes. Are you renting a house? no now if you are moving into a property that you have purchased you can you are able to break the lease okay there are rules not mine you're able to break your lease and not be penalized for it and thankfully everything worked out right because we had to put pressure on the builder got to get out they had a house ready okay we're gonna move <sighs> come to find out a couple months later bam Credit report hit, and every month it goes up. I have not paid it, so it's on my credit, it's on Marlon's credit. I refuse to pay it, he refuses to pay it, I'm not paying it. I just need to get it off. It has been an ongoing battle. It's not as though we packed up and left like thieves in the night. We had back and forth conversations with you people, and y'all chose to ignore us. Right? These uh, apartment owners are scammers. I'm sorry.
10: Some of them.
4: Yeah. Some of them. <laughs> They make it hard for people. And it's not as though they're losing anything because we didn't get back our um, deposit either. We did not get back our deposit. So we had to take the fall they wasted no time turning around and renting out that apartment again because, yes, we drove by and people were in there shortly after. They're all, you know what, you're right, Javet, not all. Some of them. Some of them. Absolutely right. So I'm happy for these um, two people who were able to win the case. Is wickedness. Wicked. We head over to Oklahoma. An Oklahoma inmate who filed a lawsuit over allegations of baby shark jail torture was found dead in his cell this past weekend. Yeah. Oh, boy. The Oklahoma inmate that claimed he was tortured with the baby shark song in 29. 29- Hold on. How is that song? Is it baby shark. Do, 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 baby. Is that the song? The baby shark song. Y'all don't know the song?
10: yes that's the song yes okay. sorry i couldn't get
4: to my mic <laughs> no, no no that's all right okay i was okay Baby, shark, do, 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 baby shark. okay anyway he said that he was tortured with the baby shark song in 2019 has and now he's been found dead in his cell so on sunday Officials said that the 48-year-old John Basco was found unresponsive in his cell at the Oklahoma County Detention Center. According to the 2021 lawsuit, the inmates were forced to listen to the song over and over again while physically restrained in the attorney visitation room at a volume so loud that it was reverberating down the hallways. Basco's cause of death is still unknown but a jail spokesperson states one of the possibilities being investigated is that it was a drug overdose. However, Cameron Spradling, Basco's lawyer, told Rolling Stone that he found Basco's death suspicious. Two plus two doesn't make four, Spradling said. It was very fortuitous Oh Lord, why they giving me that big word this morning? It was very fortuitous. What does that word mean? You know, I must stop right there, slam, bam, in the middle of this story. I have a bad habit. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I have a bad habit when I'm when something stomps me of <laughs> me having to um look it up because I want to know what it means. I don't want to go out sounding like I'm intelligent or and I don't know what it means. <laughs> Okay, so for fortuitous. Here we go. What does it mean? Happening by accident or chance rather than design. Alright, so I learned a new I learned a new thank you, Tasha. See Tasha the bright girl around here. Thank you, Tasha. <laughs> yes, so we could use other words such as chance. Unexpected, unanticipated, unpredictable, unforeseen. Happening by a lucky chance or fortunate from a cash standpoint, the company's timing is fortuitous. Similar words are lucky, fortunate, providential, advantageous, timely, opportune. So it could be used either way. Hmm. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Thank you for humoring me. F o r t u i t o u s, fortuitous. All right, so we learned a new word today. Ah, I feel bright now. I'm gonna use it in a sentence one day and just stun someone. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it was very fortunate to us that to this jail and those detention officers that John Vasco's dead there's a criminal case and a federal civil rights case pending against three former detention officers including a longtime lieutenant you know english is funny and here i go going off again how the heck you get l i e u t e n a n t in english not american to be pronounced lieutenant where is the left l-i-e-u is t that's left because l-i-e-u by itself is lou right so how did the english which is what well that's what we were taught in jamaica right that it's not pronounced lieutenant it's pronounced lieutenant how them get lieutenant out of that somebody explain that to me because i i don't get it
8: yeah it's silent.
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> what silent? L- I- no, and the truth is, if you tell me to pronounce it as lieutenant, which is how they do pronounce it here in the states, but unfortunately, because some things are ingrained in me and embedded in me, yes, what colonization can do to me. Mess me up big time. But because it has been drilled into us when we're going to school in Jamaica that it's pronounced lieutenant i cannot pronounce it lieutenant and not feel weird you know what i mean lieutenant what the hell and um colonel how do you get colonel out of c o l o n e l how do you get colonel out of that explain that word to me too where is the k-e-r-n-e-l in c-o-l-o-n-e-l is my spelling right somebody check me real quick <laughs> Huh? colonel but pronounced kernel which other word is there there's another word <laughs> good morning i'm talking about the word lieutenant versus lieutenant spelled lieutenant but in the british system and that's how we were educated we're told it's lieutenant well go figure but yeah anyway back to the story one of the baby shark torture victims is conveniently dead within three days of his arrival so do we think there's foul play at hand do we think he was driven to his death um do we think somebody killed him because he complained hmm Let the investigation roll out. West Virginia next up on the table. So West Virginia lawmakers okay abortion ban with few exceptions. And the story courtesy of the Associated Press. West Virginia's legislature passed a sweeping abortion ban with few exceptions on Tuesday, approving a bill that several members of the Republican supermajority said they hope will make it impossible for the state's only abortion clinic to continue to offer the procedure. It is going to shut down that abortion clinic of that, I feel certain, said Republican Senator Robert Carnes on the Senate floor amid shouts from protesters standing outside the chamber doors. I believe it is going to save a lot of babies under the legislation. Rape and incest victims would be able to obtain abortions at up to eight weeks of pregnancy, but only If they report to law enforcement first, such victims who are minors would have until 14 weeks to terminate a pregnancy and must report to either law enforcement or a physician. Rape and incest victims would have to report the assault within 48 hours of getting an abortion and a patient must present a copy of a police report or notarized letter to a physician before the procedure can be performed abortions also would be allowed in cases of medical emergencies all right here's here's what i'm gonna suggest cut out to no uterus and just go put it down in the court just just cut it out we, we don't need it let them manage it cut it out just cut it out and give it to them damn <sighs> And you're going to tell me that there's freedom? Where is their freedom? If you don't have the freedom to make any choices about what happens with your body. Democratic Senator Owens Brown, West Virginia's only black senator, spoke against the bill before it passed the Senate. He said when he looks around at his fellow lawmakers, he sees a body that is overwhelmingly comprised of white middle-aged to elderly men who are middle class or above. Brown compared groups of men passing legislation that overwhelmingly impacts women to laws that were passed by white lawmakers when slavery was legal in the U.S. He said all laws are not good laws made by men. That's somewhat irrational in many ways to be able to apply a law that will never apply to you he said to his fellow lawmakers, it is so easy for you to sit there and do that because you will never, never have to face the consequences of your actions. ex aide who alleged sexual harassment sues Andrew Como. A one-time aide to former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo sued him on Wednesday, saying he sexually harassed her and then smeared her reputation after she became the second woman to publicly accuse him of misconduct. Charlotte Bennett's lawsuit filed in a federal court in New York City repeats many of the allegations she has talked about publicly in the year and a half since she first began telling her story. She said the governor subjected her to unwanted advances, including telling her he was lonely and on the hunt for a girlfriend and asking her if she would be open to sex with an older man. The lawsuit is at least the second to be filed by one of the multiple women who accused Como of sexual harassment before the scandal led to his resignation last summer. Bennett has also sued three Como aides. Now, I do agree that if you are in the workplace, you should not feel any type of intimidation. You should not feel any type of threats. You should in no way feel uncomfortable. There should be no unwanted advances, right? And my question is this. If you are on the job, right, not in this case now, not in um, superior and junior, no. You're both, um, oh my gosh, what's the term? You're equals. That's not the right term, but you know what I mean. You're equals, right? So let's say, for example, myself and Marlon work at the same company, maybe in different departments. He likes me because men are usually the pursuers or that's what we're told, you know, they're the hunter, we're the prey. So men are usually the, 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 the um, pursuers. So he is interested in striking up a conversation, uh, striking up a relationship with me. How then does he go about doing that? If he's deeply interested and he looks at me and he thinks that, I am the woman of his dreams. I'm the person he thinks will be the best one for him and wants to have a future with me. How does he then move forward on the job? Just want to know
14: if your company has no. Good morning. Good morning. If your Sine. company has no rules against um, fraternization, then thank you. Ask you out. Okay but first you need to find out what that rule is before anything else okay you should you should know that immediately upon hire that there is no intercompany dating or marriages or whatever before you before any pursuit okay
4: okay all right so i'm gonna put you on the spot again thank you but i wasn't putting putting you on the spot before but i'm glad you answered um so here's the next question And I know there are companies where fraternization is not allowed, however, it has happened. Because you can't control who you love or who you develop feelings for. And when you think about it, you're around someone for more than probably, let's say, eight hours a day, nine hours when you count the lunch hour, right? So you're around someone for nine hours, nine to ten hours a day. I'm going to extend it. Ten hours a day. What is the likelihood that you're spending 10 waking hours with someone in the presence of someone, what is the likelihood that you're going to develop some sort of feeling along the line? And what if that feeling is genuine? And what if there is a future for both of you? Do you then make the decision, okay, we're going to um, either A, keep it hush-hush, make sure nobody catches wind of it, or B, one of us has to leave
14: the company. Um, just a quick deep pretty personal yeah I married my coworker. worker hey, hey. so <laughs> <laughs> I've been there we've done this dance um, if it's the same depends on the company I would say hmm, depends on, how, on where it's going if the company has fraternization rules or anti-fraternization rules then you have to adhere to them and if that is the a, a, a thing without having any being fired from your job I, I wouldn't be fired for, for something like that I would rather leave okay um But for most, for some companies, it will be either a company-wide ban or a department-by-department ban. Like, you two cannot work in the same department. No family can work in the same department. Because after, when you become a partner, you're family. So you can't do no family in the same department but separate departments. But I would tell people to, to, one person has to leave. Do not try to keep it in a hush because people are going to catch wind. You're not that good. (laughs) most people are not
4: that good at keeping secrets yeah all
14: right because then it becomes it becomes scandalous yeah but that's me that's people.
4: thank you very much sinette so here's my next question to anyone who wants to answer this one is telling someone that you're lonely an unwanted advance really someone that you're interested in is telling someone that you're looking to get into a relationship with someone an un- an unwanted advance? Just I'm gonna stop with those two. So sorry. Oh, second
15: ho-
3: second
4: okay. I soon I soon get back to you, O'Neill. Go ahead, Javette.
10: So, I think it depends on the position that you and the person is in. Because if this person is your manager or your boss, that can kind of look a little suspect. Even if it wasn't meant to, it can still be a little suspect. And if you're a manager, you have to think about that. I yield.
4: Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes a lot of sense. Okay, O'Neal, so my question was... because. Um, the aide, the ex aide of Andrew Como, one of them, is suing him, right, and mentioned in the lawsuit are unwanted advances, and they are listed as him telling her he was lonely, telling her he's on the hunt for a girlfriend. And then asking her if she would be open to sex with an older man. Now, that is a little extreme. That's extreme, right? I, I think that was totally out of line. But the part of mentioning lonely, if interest—if a man is interested in someone on the job, is telling the person that he's lonely or letting him, letting them know he's in the market for a girlfriend, is that an unwanted advance?
15: Okay, um, hmm. I think I think it really depends on the situation, and in Angel's Angel Andrew Como's scenario, I believe if the person is and that he maybe would have over time developed a level of maybe shouldn't have, but developed a level of comfort level in terms of communication. I'm sure that those conver- the one week. I'm sure those conversations weren't one way, and um. For for a man to get to the point where he comfortably said to you, I am lonely in a workplace situation, there must have been... I don't see Andrew Comers get up on there and walk in an office and say, I'm lonely. Mm-hmm. I don't see him one day and I'm, um, say, I'm looking for a relationship. I don't see him get up and having a conversation that's out of the blue, hey, would you date an older man? They have the it's the it's the communication and the context and the framework around how did that relationship evolve beyond work conversation to be having hints of personal conversation, and those personal conversations. The first two statements is him expressing himself about something about his personal life, and the last one is seeking the other person's opinion. Um. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I'd consider it an advance. I think I think it, it leaves a lot of room for what? Oh, Neil? Sorry, I think I got. Uh, I was in the car. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of relationship existed, or what was that relationship? So it could have been seen as okay, unwanted conversations, but with her just making those, what was the framework? What led to those conversations? Um, I guess she's gonna. I guess it's it's he's he being the boss. It's naturally going to be seen as she was in fear and she was coerced and she was scared to speak up for herself or she was scared to say I don't want to have any conversation within those framework or context. Is that sexual advance though? It's questionable. All
4: right, thank you, Neil. So the suit seeks unspecified damages, saying Bennett experienced near debilitating anxiety symptoms of depression and a neurological disorder after a barrage of inappropriate comments by the governor spoiled her job as a health policy advisor in the governor's administration now i'm not saying that she should have done this i'm saying this is what i would have done me moments. so what me would i do the first time you do it and I'm, I feel uncomfortable, and I've, I have to agree to, with, with O'Neil when he said it didn't just happen out of the blue. I feel he was made to feel it's okay for you to talk to me, right? Some level of trust was developed there. Now, if I'm starting to feel uncomfortable, my first th- me moments, can't speak for nobody else i am going to say hey you know what i don't think we should have this conversation all right it's a little on i think it's out of line i think it's out of place out of sorts um yeah and i don't feel comfortable that's what i'm going to say to you strike one now if you persist i am going to say i'm going to have another conversation with you and i'm going to say you know something andrew i we spoke we had this conversation once before i've expressed to you how it has made me feel i don't appreciate it if it happens again i am resigning i am leaving because i don't want to be in an environment where i am going to be made to feel uncomfortable right strike three you're out i'm out rather i am out I'm not going to sit in no situation where I may have debilitating anxiety, symptoms of depression, neurological disorder. No, I'm not putting myself through that. I'm not doing it. No job is worth it. And that is me speaking about what me would do, right? Okay. Not sure if anyone else wants to say anything. Yeah. I have
8: a Yeah. I, sorry. I think I think what, what kinda of muddied the water um in, in in these cases is that the financial the financial gain that you know when you see like celebrities or or people in high power that there's a financial gain from, from doing stuff like this, it kinda of mudded the water. And I feel like some of these cases when they go to court, it should be like prison or, or whatever. No. So, so, so like, people are manipulative and, and can say, like, okay, this guy, you know, like me or whatever, let me kind of put him in a, in a position where it's, it, you know, kind of set him up or whatever because he's rich. Because we see, like, celebrities, we see, like, athletes and stuff like that get pulled into this type of situation. And I believe that in, in some of these cases, there should not be like financial settlement. If, if, if there's like a, you know, sexual or misconduct or whatever, there, there's a sentence, you, you charge a person and, and you put them in jail and, you know, the financial, because whenever this conversation comes up, like, especially like, you know, the Bill Cosby, the Harvey Weinstein and, and, and those guys, I've always been interested in hearing um, views from women who said no to certain things. Because, like, for me, like, I'm thinking that if you're like in present in the presence of some of these powerful men and stuff like that, and for example, like, like in the in the music industry or whatever, like, a producer say, like, okay, come to my house, like, twelve o'clock at night. Like, you're a woman, and and you're like, okay, why am I going to your house at twelve o'clock? You know, stuff like that. So, so some of the cases that kind of suspect because the, I, I'm sure there's a lot of women that in that say, you know what. I see what you're up to. I'm not going to give you my body to advance my career. So, like, I'm out. And then I'm sure you have some that say, you know what, I'm going to take the chance. And then when the Me Too movement came, you know, they say, like, okay, like, even though I benefited from sleeping with him or whatever, let me tell my story and say, like, okay, because of his power, because of his influence, I felt intimidated, and that's why I slept. With him. Even though, like my career advanced because I slept with him, I'm gonna sue him now. So sometimes it's the financial game just seem to kind of. Because I feel like a lot of these women, if there were millions to, to think, thing, or if, if there's just like a prison sentence, I don't think you would see a lot of people coming out to say, okay, lock up this guy in prison. Um, but some of them go for the money, and it's unfortunate because women who got you real pain and stuff like that. Um, or mixed in with with some of the people, women that are just after the money. And that's unfortunate. Let
4: me give you a little pushback, James. I'm going to give you a little pushback. Whilst women have to um, learn how to protect themselves, what are we saying to the men who are preying on the women? Who are using their positions of power and their money to lure women in And to turn around and take advantage of them because they know that these women are desirous of attaining certain positions or getting certain roles or achieving certain milestones why aren't we turning the microscope on those men and say enough is enough with you because at the end of the day let's be real about it numbers don't lie the vast majority of people in the highest positions are men men are the controlling group right so automatically they're in the places of power why aren't they seeing to it that no man takes advantage of any woman and i'm gonna give i'm gonna say this james and i'm not attacking you i don't want you feel that way i'm just talking in general to everybody just the other day had a conversation russell and myself had this conversation and it happens in the entertainment industry an artist will put out a song want the promotion and everything and you give them the promotion and you, you, you know you push them on you, you know you talk about them and you give them the airtime time to promote themselves a male this jockey, radio jockey, DJ, whatever you want to refer to them as, we we'll say, Yo, brethren, hook me up with one, 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 um, dub plate, no, hook me up with something, no, one drop. Caught the right thing. Yes, my brother, I'm having a worry yourself. But when the woman in the same position asks for said drop, Right away, them turn them here yeah, and they look for you and say, so, where are you going to film me that? Where are this. So, we can go out, we can go eat dinner, we can go have a drink. They want sex from you. So, how are you not asking sex from the man? Because they're dirty. You're not asking for sex from the man, but the woman you want to open up her. Oh, I'm on air. So I have to put it back on the men who are in the positions that they have to exercise responsibility. Even if the woman come and lift up her frack and chew her, take out her breasts and lick you in your face with them, you must know how to push her away or stop. Understand your position and understand to whom much is given Much is required. So we cannot sit here and put the blame on the woman.
16: They benefit from it. They benefit. They benefit. That's why they're not saying anything. Men in general, they benefit. They're not saying anything, even though they say, well, instead of going out at night, you stay indoors because the rapists are out there rather than just collecting the rapist. But being out at night is not inherently a wrong thing. Whatever you're doing is not inherently a wrong thing. What you have to worry about is what the what's the intention of a, another person near you. So, But they'll never put the responsibility on that. It's what did you do to tantalize this individual? So the responsibility is on us all the time and then they're just going around asking for sexual favors for things just like what you're saying i agree with you but it's just the responsibility while they get to be like little boys right men was it um boys will be boys and all this kind of stuff but yet they want the power to run stuff well which <laughs> is it That don't make no sense. If you're the head, the head has vast responsibility. But they don't want that responsibility, but they want all the perks. And then, let me tell you something. Men do get themselves taken advantage of sexually assaulted, sexually harassed. But who believes them? Because in exchange for your sexual freedom for you to do what you want without judgment or for you to do all those things and, you know, do this and ask for this from women and women got to be always sexually compromised to get whatever they want, da, da, da. Well... If someone really does something to a man in shame, he cannot say anything. So you know they they themselves always oh when it comes to men they throw the book at us. But you had a whole set of advantages on the other side that you don't want to talk about. You know, and they will never judge the guy that says, "Well, give me a little something to to give your your stuff a little shine." They'll say why did you put yourself in that situation where he asked that of you Rather than box him
10: (laughs) And I like to i like to ask the question of the men If your boss or if your co-worker came to you and said the things that Cuomo said to this woman what would be your first reaction what would be your first thought about why is this woman saying this to me
4: men don't all open your mics at once but who wants to go first
8: no I, i'll be out you know i'm gone I'm, I'm not just i'm not just women because remember like they are gay men in influence too in in, in like, Like for example, like if you're in the hospitality industry, there've always been like gay men that are on top of their their game. And you know, I remember my my, my last year in in Bermuda, the manager for the the manager, my manager, he was gay. And like some of the guys that used to work there, you know, like they would do stuff like like smack each other on the bum and, and talk about, you know, like sexual stuff. And I'm like, I'm not doing that stuff. And I suffered for that because, like, you know, I would get like the, I would get less shift, I would get like the garbage shift, and I would see like even guys that came in. There, there's this this um, guy from um, w- from Ireland that came, and he, when he realized what was happening, he played it up, and and he was like, you know, flirting with the guy and doing all these stuff and making a ton of the money. And I'm like, I'm not doing that stuff. You know, so like, so James, you, James, you, James, you just proved my point. The bottom line is your
10: first thought is it's going to be sexual. Whether it's your manager, whether it's your coworker, whomever your first thought with these things that are being said to you is that it's sexual. This person wants more from me. Mm -hmm. So why would you think? that cuomo didn't want more from this person he was just comfortable i've worked with many men and i've worked with men like mr cuomo here that think just because i've been in a company for x amount of years he can say whatever he wants to say to me and i can just accept it but you just proven my point because your first thought was that it was
8: sexual yeah but no but the the point that i made earlier is that we are feeling it it it's causing a problem because okay, look at Bill Cosby case. Bill Cosby settled um allegations, um couple millions of dollars he settled before the the, the Kenyan woman that that finally um, brought him down. Just imagine if from that first time it it was um they're like okay we're not gonna allow you to settle outside of court because the, the woman that got the millions of dollars she don't care about other women because. Half of the women that came after got molested after, after that woman. Just imagine if there's a system saying, "No, you know what? We're not going to allow you to settle millions of dollars outside of Because there are people that would be comfortable and say, you know what? You just talk to me inappropriately or touch me inappropriately. I'll take the millions of dollars and they don't care about the people that come after them. Half of these women would not have allegation on Bill Cosby if the first time they didn't allow him to settle outside of court. So all I'm saying is that I feel like it would be more beneficial to women because a, a lot of the women, a lot of these big guys losing $2 million are, is like nothing to a lot of these guys. So if, if you allow them to settle outside the court, you know, Michael Jackson settled outside the court, allegations came out after, um, he settled outside the court. So all I'm saying is take away the money and lock up these guys once you find enough proof to to lock them up lock them up and take away the incentive because there's some people that will be just comfortable with getting five million dollars settlement outside of court and just walk away and don't care about other women that that are going to be molested after that's my point
10: okay now now i understand your point a little better because
8: earlier it seemed a little
10: to the left so now i understand you better and i appreciate that
4: yeah 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 so Any other man wants to speak before we move on to the next story, which angers me, ruffles my feathers? Any any other man wants to say anything? All right. So let me wrap up and then move on to the next story. The next story, I've pinned the link at the top of the page for those of you who are on Clubhouse with me, where the judge orders an Iowa teen who killed her alleged rapist To pay his family $150,000 in reparation um when it comes to men and women the scales are not balanced and they will never be balanced as long as men are in control as long as men make majority of the decisions And it is something I can never understand because you were born from a woman if it were not for a woman to groom you mold you shape you console you take care of you and nurture you you wouldn't be where you are today right for the most part, and I'm not saying everybody, because yes, we know the abandonment cases and all that. We know that, but I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. So, when you get into a particular position and you notice the the hoops and the herd, the hoops that women have to jump through, and the hurdles they have to jump over, and the valleys and the hills, why not use that position? and say well I have a sister I have a mother I have an aunt a grandmother a niece and say, you know something enough is enough let us change things let us level this out because for too long we have used our position our position of superiority and that's how I'm gonna word it to take advantage may not be sexual advantage be financial advantage because yes men are paid more than women whether you want to believe it or not for same roles it happens but let us truly level out the playing field here instead of using it to prey on others to suppress others to hold others down think about your position i've said this many times it is something i learned from my father to whom much is given much is required. So as you are progressing, be humble. Check yourself. And when others are checking you, take the reproach. I'll say this to the woman. Think a little more. Do not let your position of desperation be the reason why you will allow yourself to become a victim that you will allow yourself to be preyed upon don't do it it's not worth it it's not worth it for you it's not worth it for the the, the, the other party it's not worth it for anyone you do have those women who are very strategic, very calculating, and know exactly what they're doing. They're very deliberate. They have their intention. They have their plan. Those are not the ones I'm talking about. Because there's good and bad on both sides of the fence. I'm not an idiot. Right? Those are not the women I'm talking to. I'm speaking to those who are innocent. And are dragged along you got to hold your head up hold on to your self-worth know your value and if it means walking away from $100,000 and going and picking up $50,000 do it because in the end you're the one who is going to be left traumatized yes you can strip you the the um, accused of his assets Yeah, but that's it. He's not the one that's gonna go through the emotional stress. He's not the one that's gonna be going through anxiety and depression and having neurological disorders. No, so don't put yourself in the situation. The minute you see, get out if you can. Report them if you can. Right, but we have to take care of ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. Go ahead, Fabian.
17: Yes. Good morning to everybody. Happy Thursday. And uh, boy, the subject once again has really hit me. But I think uh, I think we all need to look in the mirror a little more and just think back at situations. Uh, once again, growing up in Jamaica, this uh, many fingers need to be pointed, and I'm talking to. To moms of victims, some who have uh, victim-shamed their own daughters or nieces or relatives or whatever the case might be, I'm talking about men who have turned their head, who have not said anything, who have avoided this topic, and um, I think it has to be a collective. I really do, you know, um, this kind of. I don't know it's a cultural thing, but this thing where everybody just kind of, at times, mind their own business and stay mm-hmm. in their corner and, and, and a business with other people's family. We, we need to eliminate it and realize that just because it's not in our inner circle, we have a responsibility to protect our children and to protect our women. I think as men, we do not, we do not do a good enough job of protecting women. I'm going to actually have a room on this, and I know I'm going to get some brushback on it, but I don't care. I think we have this man code, we have this brethren code that starts in middle school, and some of us never outgrow it. And it's an loyalty to some bullshit, is what it is. That is what it is, because we want to be included and accepted and pat it on the back and agree. No, sometimes you need to distance yourself from people and say, you know what, I'm mean, not with this effort no more. You can't move with me no more. If I saw you deal with woman, you can't deal with me. You understand? And we've all seen it. We've all seen it. So when are we going to make that change? And say, so, you know what, I'm going to stand up. I'm not for my picnic, but I'm going to stand up for somebody else's picnic. Or for somebody else's woman. And this notion that every man ruling family a certain way and making him go deal is, is foolishness. May I tell you, I have lost so-called friends and, and relatives as friends and it's okay. I don't give a, I don't care. I don't care. I've really not lost, if you know what I mean. So you either stand up or you're complicit. Ain't no gray area here. None whatsoever, black or white, pick a side. I'm done.
4: Thank you, Fabian. And yes, please have the room. I'll be there. Please have the room. Whoever doesn't want to hear it doesn't need to show up. Plain and simple. And that's the problem we're having. We're sugarcoating. And babying and rocking the cradle. Oh, we don't want the baby to fall out oh humpty dumpty may fall off the wall make him fall off the wall him or her and as i said it happens on both sides of the fence so i don't want anybody to say oh it's just so what women don't do to men. yes women do it to men and they are wrong for it they are just as wrong wrong is wrong male or female but what we're not going to do is put the sole responsibility on the woman to fix the issue. We are the ones, when it's come to sex, and we have to make sure the man I used protection. When we're pregnant, is we have to face the decision. If the man left, if, if, if we break up out of a relationship, what did the woman do to cause the man to leave her? It's always the woman. We are that board that you put on the wall and you just throw the t- you throw the darts at. We're that dart board. Unfortunately, it's just the truth. And it's not just here in this country. It's worldwide. If you say the wrong thing in some cultures, you're beheaded as a woman. You're not allowed to speak. We bear the weight of the world while populating the world. But we can't choose if we want to populate the world, yes or no.
8: <laughs> you know what? This. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think, I think a lot more men, to give credit to especially younger men, men like under a certain age group are doing much more to, to, to support women and, and, and to recognize women as our equal. You know, because, you know, I've been around a while and I've seen the change. You know, I've seen the changes, like, you know, and when you grow up in a culture, like our culture in Jamaica, where, you know, like, it's it's almost embedded in the culture to devalue women. It's it's like almost you have to go through, like, a cleanse, because I grew up, like, seeing that men devaluing women, women devaluing themselves, and me growing up and, and gaining wisdom and, and, and stuff like that, I have to take a stand and say, you know what? I'm not going to be a part of that culture, like, like I go as far as like I'm I'm in a barbershop here, and you know like a Jamaican barbershop, and you're going there, and you hear like the conversation and, and the man. And for say, the yo, three years. Oops, sorry, sorry, David,
4: sorry. I was getting the next clip yeah, ready. Sorry, you, go ahead.
8: you. Yeah, sorry. You you be in the barbershop and you hear the man. Them, I discuss. I say, Yo, man, I go to Jamaica. I'm going to with that thing. There, i go, going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I stopped going to I stop going to that barbershop. Like I, any barbershop, I go in, and conversation like. I'm not a part of that. You know, so like, I believe more men are doing stuff to, to step up and, and to say, you know what, women are not like just a, a, a piece of a object that you can just do whatever, like, you know? So to, to, to credit, you know, this generation, I think, yeah, I think men are doing way more than, you know, than we grew up, grew up seeing up happening, you know? All right.
4: Thank you, everyone, for your comments. I'm going to play this clip Ages and then is read the story.
8: You reach the age of 25, your life will be highly structured particularly for the next three years, as it relates to the community service hours. You will be obligated to complete 200 hours of community service uh, per year for the next three years. The purpose of that, Miss Lewis, is that you have a story to tell. If you're willing to tell that story in front of me and the members here in this courtroom, you should be willing and able to tell that story to other young and vulnerable women. The is that until you reach the age of 25, your life will be highly structured.
4: So that clip is from the sentencing. The judge orders an Iowa teen who killed her alleged rapist to pay his family $150,000 in restitution. Story courtesy of CNN. The girl who was 15 years old when she killed a man, she said raped her multiple times, must pay his family $150,000 in restitution. An Iowa judge ruled on Tuesday. Piper Lewis, who killed her alleged rapist in 2020, received a deferred judgment from Polk County District Judge David Porter after pleading guilty to voluntary manslaughter and willful injury. Porter ruled Lewis would receive five years probation, serve 200 hours of community service, and pay $150,000 in restitution plus. More than $4,000 in civil penalties. The deferred judgment means this may, not will, may be expunged from Lewis's record. Iowa law requires the court to sentence offenders to pay at least $150,000 in restitution if they kill another person. A crowdsourcing campaign to cover the restitution has raised $330,000, more than double what Lewis owes. But Lewis's d- attorneys must determine whether Iowa would allow the donated money to be used to pay the restitution, they told the Moore Register. Money collected beyond the court ordered sum would help Lewis attend college, start her own business, and explore ways to help other young victims of sex crimes." Her former teacher, Liland Ship, wrote at the GoFundMe page he set up. Lewis pleaded guilty in June 2021 to the killing of Zachary Brooks. According to the plea agreement, Lewis said Brooks, 37, raped her multiple times in 2020. She was initially charged with first degree murder. Lewis said in the plea agreement that she ran away from home several times and ended up sleeping in the hallway of an apartment complex. One man took her in, but she left when he became abusive. She wrote in the plea agreement. She said she then moved in with another man who created an online dating profile for her and arranged for men to have sex with her for money. She lived with that man who told her she was his girlfriend from April 2020 until she was arrested for killing Brooks. She was introduced to Brooks in May 2020, and he gave her alcohol and marijuana and had sex with her five times while she was unconscious over a three-day period, she said in her plea. She said she learned of what he had done according to the plea Each time she regained consciousness and he was still on top of her. On May 31, the man with whom Lewis lived confronted her with a knife after she refused his order to go to Brooks' apartment to have sex with Brooks in exchange for marijuana. Eventually, she agreed to go after he cut her neck. Brooks picked her up, drove her back to his apartment, where he told her to go to the bedroom. She was forced to drink vodka shots and fell asleep. At one point in the night, she woke up and Brooks was raping her. And it gets ridiculously... I'm I'm here trying to hold it together, just reading the details. It's like everybody
16: was just at every single step was just taking advantage, just taking advantage. It's like not one person, not one clear head
4: and in the end she's still suffering when are they going to change the iowa law amend it put some clause in there something why should she be ordered to pay a hundred and fifty thousand dollars Why should she have to serve five years of probation? Why should she have to do 200 hours of community service? Why should she have to pay more than $4,000 in civil penalties? 15 years old. And then there's no guarantee that the state of Iowa will take the money from what was raised off of GoFundMe. When will this stop? When will women be human beings? She was a child. God damn it. She was a child taken advantage of in every single way possible. And yes, we might say, well, she should never run away from home. Well, I got two words for you. They start with F and start with Y. Well, she should not have got in the man's apartment. Same two words for you again. This girl clearly ran away because there were problems at home and ended up going in one bad situation and people just taking advantage of her over and over and over again she had to fight for her damn life but i killed a man too so she should have said what just continue raping me or she should have found a way to get away and then just say oh okay another day let me just carry on life as normal What is the message the damn justice system is sending to us when we have these antique laws sitting on the books that people going to go in and refuse to change? And women are in these positions who should be pushing for the changes and they're not doing it. Because these sagging ass wrinkled up balls of a man or men who put these laws on the books refuse to change them. Take a breath moment. i which- Thank you to all the listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, JohnORadio.com, and everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. I'm Moments With Me, and you're listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we share our views. It is Retro Thursday, hashtag TBT Throwback Thursday, and today we're playing music from the 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. So I had to go to an an abrupt break to try and get myself together to maintain my composure because, yes, I went all the way up the scale. And, um, yeah, so I do apologize.
3: I know what it's all about. I know it's not the flu. It's so because
4: of you I feel So before going to the sudden break, we were talking about the article where the judge orders the Iowa teen who killed um, her alleged rapist, I don't know why they put the word alleged, who killed her rapist to pay his family one hundred and fifty thousand dollars in restitution. But not only that, she will have to um, re- she'll be receiving five years probation she'll have to serve 200 hours of community service and pay more than $4,000 in civil penalties. Um, Iowa law requires the court to sentence offenders to pay at least $150,000 in restitution if they kill another person. A crowdsourcing campaign to cover the restitution was raised and they have raised $330,000, more than double what Lewis owes, but Lewis's attorney's must determine whether Iowa law will allow the donated money to be used to pay the restitution. Now, she was in court on Tuesday, of course, and she read from a statement, and I'm going to read her statement. My sto- She's so brave. My story can change things. My story has changed me. The events that took place on that horrific day cannot be changed as much as I wish I could. That day, a combination of complicated actions took place, resulting in the death of a person as well as the stolen innocence of a child. As I grow and evolve as a young woman, I feel for the victim's family. I wish what happened never did, and I truly feel that way. The healing process is inevitable. I repeat, I wish the events that occurred on June 1, 2020, never occurred. But to say there is only one victim of this story is absurd. Lewis's attorney said that he was pleased with the court deferring her sentence. We are very thrilled by Judge Porter's decision in the case. A judged, def- a deferred judgment will allow piper to have a full life piper is extremely grateful for all the love compassion and support that she has received anyone that has met her immediately falls in love with her she's a remarkable young woman who has remarkable courage and she's amazed at all the love she's received she's just blown away we're all frankly blown away five years of probation under strict supervision is something that concerns me because I know that many of the ways that trauma survivors deal with their trauma is not understood very well by folks that have not experienced trauma, which can sometimes lead to behaviors that get folks in trouble. Meek said she understood the restitution ruling and the fact that the judge did not have any discretion, so the judge's hands are tied. It worked out poorly in this case, but I don't want to automatically swing the pendulum and say, we're just going to get rid of that. And if you're asking the judge, was a man, it was a man who handed it down for those who didn't hear the clip? But yeah, um... I don't know the legal system in this country needs to be overhauled it needs to be vigorously dealt with there is no balance in the scales here so while we appreciate that she will not be incarcerated for the murder which was done in self-defense in my opinion at least I still find it hard to swallow five years of strict supervision. I still find it hard to swallow 200 hours of community service. And I find it hard to swallow the $150,000 plus $4,000 more in civil penalties. I do find it very hard. And there is no way you cannot be moved by this. I'm sorry, unless you're not human unless you don't care about women, unless you don't care about children. Imagine this happening to your daughter. Imagine this happening to you. You're, you, you kill someone in self-defense because they've raped you five times on, while you are unconscious. Every time you regain consciousness, this moron of a person, they're, they're not even a person, they're a savage, is on top of you raping you. somebody else take it I can't That
14: will be very eloquent and I well here's what I I'm going to look at the silver lining and I'm going to the, the silver lining is that she is not going to be imprisoned she is going to be. Yes, supervised, but not imprisoned. She did end up killing the man. Yes, right? The man was victimizing her, as well as selling her out. None of that is, 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 is not, is, you know, being excluded. But the part that I want to highlight, she will not be imprisoned. She will not be treated poorly in prison. She will not be, be, be made further victim while in prison she'll be out she'll be able to attend college she'll be able to to write a book if she needs to she'll be able to grow herself get um treatment get counseling that's the self lining i'm going to take from that the laws in chicago I forget, is it iowa that law is 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 ridiculous but she is alive and out of prison i'm done speaking Thank you, Sinead.
9: Yeah, but I'm also wondering what are the rules for the probation because it seemed like it could be just a setup. You know, and uh one small infraction uh she's um back to, to do that twenty um that twenty years or whatever the amount of time she was supposed to spend. So I love to know the details on the rules
7: of the probation. Lost their um
4: not sure it's the last part of what you said. <sighs> uh Sunet, yes. We have to appreciate the silver lining. I thank you for seeing it because I'm clouded with anger. Um, so I thank you for highlighting it. Yes. In everything we must find the good, right? And this is the good. Um she will not be incarcerated. And I guess, naturally, I'm with you. I'm concerned as to the details of the strict, because they said strict supervised probation. Right? What does it entail? It may restrict her going in and coming out. Um, It may put her, um, oh my gosh, what's the thing? Where she has to be home by a certain time. She, You know what I mean, right? She only be allowed to go to school or go to work. So, for the next five years of her life. But she does have a story to tell. She will be triumphant over her tragedy. Yes, Annette, she will be. She will rise up and she will be a force to be reckoned with. She will fight for others. Her case will be one that will allow the other cases that are similar where their victims were sitting in jail because they chose to defend themselves and the defense ended up causing them to murder the person who was attacking them. So this may be The crack in the door that those people need for their attorneys and their families to go back and say, hey, there is hope. And much like history, we learn from it. We grow from it. And we're stronger Well, we ought to be and know how to move forward. Go ahead Camila
7: Go right ahead I was
16: thinking um, They put all this restriction on the victim But you see the guy that Well the guy's dead now But they don't put Any probation On them because I'm sure she was Not the first victim of his right So The thing is they putting All these restrictions And all this old stuff What are they looking for what and suppose someone attacks her too like I would like to know her living situation right now because even on this probation, what if she gets attacked too? It's like, you know, can't she leave Iowa? You know, somehow there's something out there that's you know that's the thing with this probation. You're like in the same place where all your assaults happen and all that stuff, that, you know. They they want you know what I mean? Till twenty five. I I didn't see the article. I think she's still a teenager now, right?
4: Uh, she was so, 15 when she when killed him in tw- Yeah, so she's still a teenager because it happened in 2020, mm-hmm. 2 years, so she's 17 now.
16: 17 now. Mm-hmm. So you have three four, so eight more years of having to probably stay in the same place because when you're on probation, you can't really move. And so it's like the same place where probably all these people were like um attacking her. And I don't even know her living situation. <sighs> the same derelict family that didn't look out for them. Like, you know, it's just maybe that guy's right in the chat. Maybe I thought You know, maybe it is a setup because suppose you get it. attacked again. Like what? Where's the protected? And then asking her to do probation structure. It's not about structure. Structure what? You just holding her there for a couple for eight more years so that, you know, you know, other people, you know, can attack her again. Like, damn. Hmm.
4: Yeah. Let me, let me jump over to the chat, Camila. Let me, let me check out the chat. <sighs> um, Vitell wrote, I'm actually texting my people now, seeing if we can do something about this. My mom is the general of Black Panther Queens. They handle BS like this with the system. And, of course, out of order, probation is nothing more than a setup. Although many people make it through, probation is extremely difficult, yes. And she will be on strict probation for five years. Um, How does his, the victim's... Well, the victim, in this case, the dead person. How does the dead man's family feel knowing that the person that their family member raped has to pay them hundred and fifty thousand dollars. How do trust, they feel?
16: Trust me, they probably think it's, you know, you know how twisted people are. They may be either two things. They maybe think it's justified because their family member get killed and they don't care what the circumstances, or they're gonna feel guilty and that very money that they get, if they get it at all, is just gonna curse, it's gonna start a curse down that bloodline. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to be very careful sometimes the people you get with or you marry or whatever because sometimes something happens someone did something like that usually things like violent rape and and those kinds of things start to set you know then demons come in that bloodline and then you got blood money you got rape money and then they keep that money like they're cursed like that nothing else come out of that
4: seven years seven genera not seven years seven generations will be cursed if they're not careful because accepting the money in my opinion let us say i lived in iowa let us say it was my family member that was murdered because they committed that heinous crime against this young lady and she ended up killing him even though the if the court said well moments we are giving you a hundred and fifty thousand dollars you know what i would say Take it and let us give it to victims of rape. Yeah. Let us pour it into young ladies whose lives have been altered. whom we can't remove the memory of the experience, but at least we can invest in their education or invest in progress. Something. I don't want it.
16: We'll take that rape money and go buy Christmas gifts. Next thing you know, everybody dies under forty. You never see families having some type of pattern. And then if you you, you do a little research, grandpa did some violent yep. stuff, or grand uh, aunt or whoever did some wicked stuff, and blood money and rape money was accepted. Then you 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 uh, buy yourself. Uh, you know you don't know what deal you make in there. Yeah. I say let it I would say let them take it and spend it as they wish and buy a house and let them be haunted for generations.
4: Mm. Let us see what the family does, what they will say. Let us see. Are they going to be happy to accept the money? Knowing that.
16: Where it came from.
4: <laughs> okay, that part. Let's see. But me can't tell you this much If sm- well oh jevin i saw your comment yeah i feel the reason she was charged is because she may not have filed a charge with the police they need to put that money toward the victims of to other victims of this abuse yeah i agree that, that's a possibility but let us put let, let us try to put ourselves in her shoes for a minute in terms of being able to report it to the police we don't know because it seems as though she was in a controlling situation, right? Because she was dropped off and picked up. The person who took her in ah, uh, was the one who was pimping her out. So she had no
18: leeway. Yes, Vitell, please speak. Thank you. Hey, yeah, I had to step outside on this one. Um, <laughs> call myself try to, trying to multitask and working on my um, production company while while also trying <laughs> to be present on stages. But when I realized what we were talking about, I was like, oh crap! I gotta, I gotta step outside for a minute. So thank I, you. I, I, <laughs> Uh, Thank you for sharing this because I did not I had not heard the story. I did not know that this was happening And yes, it pisses me off and I can definitely put myself in this girl's shoes because I was this girl at one point in time I share my story publicly now in order to help other people. I share my testimony So i'm an open book and it's not a secret But it took a lot of healing for me to get to the point that I could speak out um, on about my story and so I'm thinking about this girl's story being public now, against her will, and you know, I, I heard someone saying, you know, at least she doesn't have to go to jail and all of this different stuff. Um, and, and I agree with that to an extent, but at the same time, she's still being victimized by the system. Her business is being put out there. She's having to talk about this against her will. Like I know what it felt like before I got to the point to be able to share the things that happened to me, and. it it was very difficult to get to that point and now you know for me it's worth it because it is helping so much so many people and I'm I'm surprised and um, proud of this young lady for being to the point already that she's like you know what my testimony is going to help other people so she's doing it now, but it, it wasn't voluntar- voluntary at first, obviously the court system, you know, put this out there. She didn't ask them to put this on CNN for her and tell her story, you know, so it's like, so I'm thinking about that part of it. And also the fact that when I was in this similar situation, there was plenty of times that I thought I'm gonna have to kill this guy. And I thought about my future and what would become of me at that point. There was, I went to the police twice and both times I got the shit beat out of me. I apologize. Um, I, I'm sorry, I don't know That's if you okay. have cussing allowed sure. in this room. <laughs> Go um, I got okay. the crap beat out of me um, because I, um, you know, because I went to the police and the police did nothing but go back to him and say, is this true? You know, and I, so I have, have stories um, and poems that I've written about this now. But it's like this is my point is the justice system is so messed up that you are put in a position to believe that you either have to handle it yourself or you have to just be quiet and take it until it kills you. And that's your two options. You can't go to anybody for help and ask them to fix it for you. And that, and and I've been in that position before, so I get it. There's times that I wish I had have killed him because now he's out living his life, and I don't know if his life is great or not. I just have to, you know, um, trust that God. You know, vengeance is God's, and He's got it, and He's got my, fighting my battles, and He's probably taking that guy through the ringer. But I, I, won't, might not ever really know that. Um, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. I had to come to a place of forgiveness on my own, but. That that's my journey. And I can only imagine if it had have gone another way and I had have killed my, my, my rapist, you know, um, what my life would have been like now. Like I, I feel so much for this girl. So thank you for sharing this story. And, um, has definitely inspired me. My mother is a, the general of the Black Panther Party, Queens, and they often get involved in cases um, like this where the justice system is wrongfully treating um, African-American people. So um, they, they normally deal with people whose children have been taken from them wrong, wrongfully and things like that. But I, I have no doubt that this is a story that my mother would like to hear. And if there's anything that she can do, especially if they decide, like someone said, not to take that money like as her repayment that's stupid no she's going to have to work for it and pay it herself that's ridiculous so um <laughs> if they have to if they have to riot and pick it and whatever they got to do to um to to help with this i'm definitely going to be passing this information on so thank you again for sharing it thank and you vis- mic. thank you vital and thank
4: you so much for sharing your story thank you yeah without the stories being told We are going to be oblivious to what's going on. We're going to have, well, it's not happening to me, so I really don't care. These stories need to be told. They need to be aired. People need to hear. And I thank you for your brevity. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. Michelle, welcome to the stage. I please send me. No, I didn't hear about that one. But could you please send it to me in the back channel? I would greatly appreciate it.
19: I I did. Um, I'm not sure. If okay,
4: let me see if I got it. Okay, I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Let me see if I saw this one. Um, so just
19: really quick, this is a case of um a lady in Louisiana, um relatively poor, and um she was raped when she was 16. Um did not get an abortion, so she actually had the child. Um, And then later, she raised a child, and then later the rapist found out that she had the child. And so he sued her for getting custody of the child, and then they awarded her, um, or awarded him, that he needed to get child support. Um, Even knowing the fact that she was 16 when she had the child and he was 30. So it's a clear case of, I mean, you you cannot make it any, you know, cut and dry, but, um, the, the rationale behind that is that because she did not file, um, a report that she was raped, then
9: that's- Moments, your mic is very low. can only hear you.
19: It's
4: not me speaking. Um, It's, um, Michelle speaking, um, naturalist. Oh, you know, okay. Michelle, can you, um, turn up your volume a little bit? Anybody else able to hear, um, Barely. So, okay. Right,
19: I think it's the. Sorry, I think it's the app. I'm not sure what's happening. Um, I've upgraded it and it's still giving me oh issues. Boy. But, um,
16: I'm not hearing her app. at all, so she may have to go. Okay. out. Okay,
4: Michelle, you may have to go out and come back in. Big, yeah. Okay, so let me read the article that I pinned it at the top of the page. Let me read it. Um, so. Woman ordered to pay child support to man who raped her when she was 16 years old. A woman claims she's been forced to give up her daughter to the man she alleges raped her when she was 16 and pay him child support. A U.S. judge gave an accused rapist custody of the child conceived from the 2005 attack and eventually ordered his underage victim to pay child support. Krista Abel Seth, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, told WBRZ that she was raped at 16 years old when a man nearly twice her age promised to give her a ride home from a local restaurant after a night out with friends. Instead of bringing me home, he brought me to his house. John Barnes, who was 30 at the time. Once inside, He raped me on his living room couch. The teen became pregnant and had a daughter who is now a teenager herself. Everyone assumed it, the pregnancy was from a boyfriend and I let them believe. Barnes reportedly came back into the picture five years later when he found out the child might be his. Yes, we did speak about this one. Um, yeah, I remember this back in June. Yep. Yep. We spoke about this one. Yes, I remember we did talk about michelle are you are you let's see let's hear you
19: i i don't think my my son is
4: yeah heard, it's the same it's the same i can hear you because i'm using amplified headphones but they but no, yeah i but, yeah
19: but you can you can definitely take the, the conversation you've you've read the, the 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 gist of the story and it's another in this case it's a, it's a case of uh you know Uh, poverty in in Louisiana and how they treat people when, you know, not just your skin color, but also when you're poor, that they treat you a certain type of way where it's just unacceptable. It's a blatant case of rape. She's 16 and he's 30 and she has to pay child support to, to this man. And because she did not report uh, the rape, that's the justification that the justice system is, is, is saying why, um, you know they're ignoring the fact that she was raped at 16 by a 30 year old man who
16: she now has to pay child support to so see how they're saying that it's consensual just because you didn't report it
4: wow that's why
16: they're saying that oh they, they, they're going along with it because she never filed the police so you see what happened to megan the stallion you know she didn't say anything and it looks like you know you went along with it anyway so what's your problem that's what's so it's like if you don't say anything or you don't tell the police that same police now that can be sketch sometimes if you get the wrong detective that is very insensitive to you as an assault a victim you know anyway if you don't have a police report there it seems like they're using that as as consensual so what's the problem now you just saying that
4: oh boy listen um <laughs> It's just overwhelming to think that these things and these decisions are made. And yes, I get it. The judges are going to push back and say, well, our hands are tied. We have to go in accordance with what is written on the books, right? With what the law stipulates. And this is why we read. And I know we said this in here a couple months ago. We have to put our children in the push them into places, into positions where they can be effective, where we can have change. Because no way should laws from the 1800s, 1700s, 1600s be still relevant to this day, especially when it relates to cases such as these.
18: There needs to be a change. You know what? I feel like rape should be treated just as serious as murder, because I just thought about it. Like, if you find a body years after the murder's been committed, nobody says, oh, well, we're not going to charge this person for this murder, even though their DNA is there. Everything points to the fact that they did it. They committed this murder. No, they go get them, no matter how old they are at the time that they find out these facts. So at the end of the day, it's facts that you've got now. So to a crime, (laughs) like, it makes no sense that that applies when it comes to murder, but it doesn't apply when it comes to Right.
4: Oh my gosh. I don't know. I really don't know. When are we going to get it together in twenty twenty two? When are we going to protect our children? When are we going to protect the women? When? When are we you know uh go ahead, I go mean, ahead, Fabian. We, go
17: right ahead. We we definitely celebrate women being appointed to these uh, judicial positions which has really, really picked up in the past 20 years or so. But if we're getting these positions and not leveraging that power, what are we really doing? You know, are these positions, are some of them symbolic? You know, uh, that's that's these questions that I'd like to ask. You know, what is a position unless you're using it to make change? Or are we just going along with the system, signing off on things and, I'm not looking at these laws that have been on the books for donkey years and do no longer. They never did f- suit us. But, you know, for whatever reason, the, it, it has to be that courage, man, collectively, to, to, to make other people feel uncomfortable. You're not going to make change unless other people feel it somehow. And I think too many of us are reluctant to rattle the cage so to speak. And them get the position and them good and I might you know not feel good and them stomach with certain things are go on, you know what I mean, and you know, move on to the next, but you have to make a stance. You have to make a stance even to better one next potential victim, even to save him or her. Thank you.
4: Thank you, Fabian, And you're right. If we stand for nothing, we will fall anything thankfully this young lady is alive we are very grateful for that I, I'm trying to I'm really trying to stick to finding the silver lining I, I, and, and I have to thank Sonette for finding the silver lining in the story and pointing it out she's gonna have some rough days She's going to have days when she feels as though she can't go on. But I pray that she will be comforted. And yes, the question was raised or the concern was raised. What environment is she going back into? Where will she, ne- where will she be held to serve out her probation? Is it the same environment that she escaped from? Because if that's the case, how is that going to help her? And in, if that be it, I have to agree with what Otto, Otto wrote in the chat, that sometimes probation is a setup. You're made to feel, you, you, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm saying, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Do you fight for your life or do you just let them kill you? Do you fight the person who is raping you or you just lie there and let them rape you? You go to the police station and you file a complaint. Oh, they doubt you. Okay, so what did you do to cause them to rape you? And that is why a lot of times, many times people do not come forward. They just bear the pain and then they tell the stories later on. Many times when you see a woman who is bitter when it comes to a man, don't judge her. You don't know what her experience was. When you see a woman who has chosen to love a woman instead of a man, don't you dare judge her. You don't know her story. You don't know what drove her to make that decision and make that choice. Until you've walked a mile in their shoe, we really can't judge them. My heart does go out to this young lady. Grateful for her life, yes. And I hope that the lawmakers in the state of Iowa will go back to the books and say, you know something, let me not wait for it to come on my doorstep before I push for change. Because that's what usually happens, right? It has to slap us in the face before we wake up and say, yes, let me do something about it. As long as it's not affecting me, it doesn't bother me. And we need to change that mentality. So I sincerely hope the legal bodies that be, that have the power to do so, to make the amendments, to, to change the laws, whatever. And I also hope that the same systems across the country in all the different states will take a look at the laws on their books. Overhaul what needs to be overhauled if you say you care about humanity. If you say you care about, <laughs> well then again, you know what, that's a whole nother story. Kind of remind me the movie that enough Jennifer Lopez did. When this man she fell in love with and then he had a woman on the side and he would abuse Jennifer and enough was enough. And I never forget in the end of the movie when the policeman said to her, because after she killed him and the policeman said to her, oh, he's one of the like, she's one of the lucky ones. So it is a pattern it's a pattern and the police force knew about it but he was friends with the cops so nobody would believe Jennifer when she went to complain it's not until they're dead that's when people will believe you and it's a shame Yes, Sula, we do end up having to take matters into our own hands because the very system that is supposed to protect us defiles us, destroys us. She was 15 years old when she had to kill this man who raped her over and over and over and over and over again. But... She has to pay his family $150,000 in restitution and serve five years of strict probation while also doing 200 hours of community service and pay $4,000 in civil penalties. She has a mortgage without even owning a home. She's in debt and do even have a, she doesn't even have a high school diploma yet but she's in debt and you're going to tell me that there is a balance in the scales in which system in what system tell me there's a balance when a judge oh I didn't even realize it was a black judge I'm just seeing that in the comments too it was a black judge that handed down the set yes Altada take it out oh hold on don't go anywhere Altada stay right there don't nobody move this is a stick up <laughs> I just have to wrap up the online stream my apologies I didn't realize the time was going this quickly here chatting up chatting up chatting up I just got to wrap up online I'll be right back Whoa.
20: resistance is getting weaker. I can't stand the pressure. I can't get any weaker. I've got to find some other treasure. I need nothing to be a man because I was born a man.
4: Gotta say thank you to all the listeners who tuned in to Coffee and Toe on FutureFM.net and FutureFM 98.9 in the Bronx, Westchester and Mount Vernon. Of course, a big thank you to all the listeners here with me who are tuned in on QMZRadio.com, the quality music zone. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, log on to www.QMZRadio.com. For good music to get you through your day thank you to all the listeners logged on to jano radio.com download the jano radio app j-a-h-k-n-o available in your apple and google play stores take us on the go jano oh and for not uh, before i forget coming up later on on jano radio 2 p.m it's blitz thursday with dj lenky and then at four o'clock Takeover Thursday with DJ Indu, and then 9 o'clock tonight, we got musical chairs with DJ Red, so check him out. And of course, I gotta say a big thank you to everyone here with me on Clubhouse, where the conversation happens. Couldn't do it without you. I'm Moments With Me, and you are listening to Coffee and Toe, World News On The Go, every Monday through Friday, starting at 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern, where I read the news and we. Share our views. You can find me on Twitter at Me Media Moments on Instagram, moments underscore with underscore me underscore media and on TikTok Moments with Me Media. Always great conversation, shared views, varying opinions, and interesting perspectives. And as usual. Whatever you do, wherever you go, I do ask this one thing, that you please be safe. Enjoy the rest of your day, folks. Clubhouse, I'll be right back with you.
20: Nothing to be a man, because I was born a man. a certain my soul can
4: stand the test i need nothing to be jano radio.com qmzradio.com this is moments with me signing out